everyone knows the X-Men movies by Fox, but did you realize the timeline between those 10 movies are actually really consistent? Stay tuned because I'm about to go over the entire X-Men movie timeline. You have McGann, the fangirl. Make sure you subscribe and check back every week for new fandom videos. It's no secret that I love superhero movies, and X-Men is one of my favorite franchises of all time. I got addicted on the old X-Men cartoon from the early 90s, and then X-Men Evolution, and X1, X2, X3, so much goodness there. But after 10 movies, that timeline can leave your brain reeling, so I sat down, wrote it all out, and got everything in order just for you. Oh, and by the way, I also have an X-Men machete order. If you want to watch these films in the best chronological order, watch X-Men X-Men Origins Wolverine, then First Class, X1, X2, X3, The Wolverine, Days of Future Past, Apocalypse, Dark Phoenix with an asterisk because I assume that would be the point in the timeline it shows up, and then Logan. If you also want to do the Deadpool movies, I would personally throw those in right before Days of Future Past since Deadpool goes back in time to shoot himself in the head from X-Men Origins. Alright, enough chit chat, onto the timeline! 3600 BCE, Apocalypse's body switching goes awry in Egypt. Egypt. 1845, Wolverine's powers manifest as a kid. 1861 through 1865, Wolverine and Sabretooth fight in the Civil War. And they do fight in every other war up through Vietnam, so I'm not going to list those all individually. 1944, Eric is tortured in Poland during World War II in a concentration camp. 1944 is also the same year that Mystique finds Xavier in his mansion. 1945, Wolverine is a POW in Japan right as the drops. This is where he makes a decision to save a Japanese soldier that later comes back to bite him in the Wolverine. 1949, Eric moves to the United States and sees the Statue of Liberty for the first time. 1962, Eric is Nazi hunting in Argentina, and he soon tries to spark a war with the Missile Scare. 62 is also the year that Wolverine tells Xavier and Eric to F off. 1965, this is the earliest that Wolverine and Sabretooth could have enlisted in Vietnam. That's important for X-Men Origins Wolverine, but the date is a little fuzzy. They don't really keep track of them well in that movie. Somewhere in the mid-70s to the mid-80s is when Wolverine gets internally coated with adamantium. 1973, Mystique kills Trask, hoping to save mutants from Sentinels, and instead accidentally gets them funded. There's a timeline split here, but we'll cover that in a minute. And even though this 1973 gets changed, as soon as Logan gets there, there's a continuity error because Wolverine should be in Stryker's custody, not working for some mob boss because they're celebrating the end of the Vietnam War when that was how Stryker found Wolverine was during the Vietnam War. So I think issues like this and where we have two different Emma Frosts, that can really be cleaned up nicely by saying Deadpool screwed up the timeline. So Wolverine getting taken by Stryker at the end of Days of Future Past is really just the timeline fixing itself. 1985. This is the end of the X-Men Origins Wolverine movie where Wolverine gets shot in the head and can't remember who he is anymore. We know this is a fact because Xavier tells Logan that he's been going around for 15 years not knowing who he is and X1 is from 2000. 2000 minus 15, 1985. 1986. Xavier and Eric take on a young Jean Grey and lock the Phoenix personality away. The date can be found by looking at X3 which came out in 2006 where they say 20 years ago. 2006 minus 
1986. And I think helping Gene really made Xavier a little overconfident in what he could do because somewhere from 1986 to 1995, Xavier tries to help Stryker's son, but he can't. And of course, because Xavier can't do that, we have a huge plot point that happens in X2. And another somewhere between 1985 and 1995, Nightcrawler has these flash memories with Stryker at Alkali Lake. So obviously the experiments continued well after Wolverine left. The year 2000. Marie almost kills her boyfriend and later becomes rogue. The Brotherhood of Mutants goes public and Senator Kelly is replaced by Mystique. Remember, Mystique is still young at this point because her cellular structure ages at half the rate of everybody else, except for Wolverine, of course. Also in the year 2000, Stryker resurfaces and wreaks havoc on the X-Men while Wolverine and Lady Deathstrike fight and Phoenix ultimately gets unlocked. And we know that these events in X2 happened in the year 2000 because Cyclops tells Jean, A month ago you had to concentrate just to levitate a book or a chair across the room. Now when you have a nightmare, the entire bedroom shakes. So we're still in the year 2000. However, I do believe that X3 takes place in 2006, its release year. The movie doesn't give us a date, but that six-year gap allows for a lot of the students in the school to have grown up and joined the team, and so that's why Rogue and Iceman are now training. And that gives us some time for things like mutant tattoos and the whole level system to become popular when that was never mentioned before. And this is also the year that Gene kills almost everybody and Magneto loses his powers while Xavier's body gets disintegrated like he was thanos And okay, Xavier moved his mind over to this coma patient that he referred to earlier in X3, but come on, they never explain why everybody sees Charles Xavier after that. I don't care if it's a one-line sentence of, well, I'm controlling how you see me. Give me something to make that work because that has made me nuts for years! 2013, the events of The Wolverine happen, where Logan gets lured to Japan to get beaten up and his power sucked out of him, basically. But not for long, and we end the movie finding out that Xavier looks like Xavier and Magneto is back to full power. Also, how did Wolverine get his claws back to being metal? Because at the end of the Wolverine, they're bones again! 2023. Because of Mystique's actions in 1973, Sentinels have been going hardcore to kill off all mutants. To solve this problem, the X-Men send Wolverine back in time to 1973 to stop Mystique from killing Trask. So, alternate 1973, Wolverine does make sure that Mystique doesn't kill Trask, but instead Magneto turns on Mystique, and he tries to kill her, so that's a rift that's never gonna heal. Then Magneto tries to kill the president, and Mystique becomes this figure of justice among the mutant community. It definitely changes Wolverine's timeline because Stryker finds Wolverine in the United States, not off in some war prisoner camp. So no matter what, that's a fixed point in time, and Wolverine and Stryker are just destined to be together. But effectively, everything from X-Men Origins is erased. The events from X-1 on Liberty Island and X-2 at Alkali Lake don't happen because Magneto got shot in the neck by Mystique, and so they certainly didn't work together again to do all the things we see in X-1, 2, and 3. 1973 to 1983. Magneto runs away to Poland and has the simple life. Also, the cult for Apocalypse finds out that mutants are real and they go to resurrect this original mutant. In 1983, Apocalypse takes over the world, kills millions, and that's probably why mankind started hunting mutants in Logan. And we end 1983 with Mystique being a teacher at Xavier's School for Gifted Youngsters, so she's 
definitely on a whole different timeline now. And I believe in this 1983 is when Wolverine is coded in his adamantium because he was caught in 73 and caged up like an animal. So this time around, he's not a volunteer, he's Weapon X. Then somewhere between 1985 and 1995, that's where we're gonna have the Dark Phoenix. Since the X-Men prequel movies have done this 10-year gap in between each one, I lean more towards this being in the early 90s, but this movie's not even close to out yet, so we'll see in June. I'm also gonna take a guess that we're gonna have a storyline that has something to do with Essex Corp, which was teased at the end of Apocalypse, but then not touched at all in Logan. So expect a plot line featuring Mr. Sinister if they choose to keep up some good continuity from one movie to the next. And because the 1973 timeline gets reset, Wolverine wakes up in like the early 2000s again as a teacher, and we have Cyclops is alive, Jean is alive, and since it looks like Rogue and Bobby are still in school, this has to be the really early 2000s. I don't know why the timeline chose to dump Wolverine there, because it doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but that's the best I can figure. But at any rate, it seems that the blood samples that the Essex Corp took went on to make cloned mutants like Laura. So 2018, Laura is born. 2029, really the end of the classic X-Men timeline where Wolverine is in Logan now and, you know, that movie doesn't end well for pretty much anybody. For whatever reason, mutants have been hunted down and destroyed since Days of Future Past made it to where the Sentinels were not going to get funded by the government. I can only assume that because of Apocalypse, we got that big scare put into us as humans and so government suddenly wanted to fund Sentinels. We see them very briefly at the end of Apocalypse, but we really don't see any hint of them in Logan. And really, the only clue we get from the Logan movie is that they used tracking mutants who could see where the other mutants were to find and kill them all. So the franchise pretty much ends with some burning questions never getting answered. For example, did Rogue ever get her powers back? And if not, what happened to her? What did she do? So sadly, even though Wolverine put in all this effort to save the world in 2023, it only bought some mutants about six more years of life before they got eradicated anyways. That's a harsh reality. But there you have it, guys. From 3600 BCE until 2029 AD, that is our X-Men movie franchise timeline. Hope you enjoyed, everybody. Don't forget to subscribe. You've had McGann the Fangirl, and it might not be reality, but theories are more fun. Well, that's all I have for now, but this video's not quite over yet. I get a lot of comments that say, do a theory on this topic, but I've already done those theories. So please consider going to my main channel page and clicking on the video tab so that way you can see everything I've done. You will probably find a lot of things you like that you never even knew that I posted. I want to let you know that I also have two other channels, Say Halo Goodbye Gaming and The Family Family Vlogs. Thank you so much for watching and I hope you enjoyed enough to hit subscribe and share. I can use all the help I can get to let other people know that this channel exists. And if you made it this far, leave me a comment that says something like, hey, I made it to the end. And then let me know what kind of videos you want to see in the future. I can't make any promises, but the more people that request something, the more I can look into it. Okay, well, I love you. I'll see you in the next video.